Welcome to The Kelly Roach Show, the place for no fluff, easy to implement, 20 minute or less business and leadership lessons to help you build a sustainable business that scales, lead with integrity and create a lasting legacy. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight figure entrepreneur. Let's get started. Welcome back and thanks for tuning in to The Kelly Roach Show. Excited to be back here with you all. Today, I'm breaking down four numbers that I recommend you track every single day in your business. This is going to help you to keep your eye on the prize and to make your goals and income dreams a reality. Now, disclaimer, doesn't mean it's going to be easy, doesn't mean it's going to be a straight line, and certainly doesn't mean that you're going to have a straight hockey stick every month in your income or growth goals. What it does mean is you're empowered to see exactly where you are at all times and make good decisions about where to use your time, money, and energy in the business. So let's talk about the four numbers that you should track in your business each and every day. The first one is your committed revenue for the month. What is your committed revenue for the month? And I would make sure that you subtract out of that committed revenue any customers that have been delinquent, that have been, uh, that are on a hold, that are a no pay from last month. You now can't count on those customers. You're going to work to collect, you're going to work to replace, but you don't want to count that in your committed revenue. So you want to make sure that you're looking at a number that you can rely on, right? So your first number you're going to track every single day is your committed revenue for the month. The second number that you're going to track each day is going to be your expenses for the month. So how much is coming in and how much is going out? The third number that you're going to track is the number that you need to be at based on your current expenses to net a 30 to 40% profit margin. Now, some business models are lower than that. If you have a physical product, it's far lower than that. Uh, Some business models are higher than that, right? You need to know your number. You need to know your number. I will tell you that I consulted recently uh, with a strategist that facilitates exits for small businesses and really helps businesses kind of position themselves for sale and and leads them through the exit process. And I asked this question, you know, based on optimizing a business for sale and exit to get, you know, a successful multiple, for example, what profit margin does a small business owner want to make sure that they're at in their business when they go to pursue that conversation? And the response that I got was basically that if you have between a 30 and 40% margin, that that's a strong position to have an exit conversation. So I just want to add that context in there because I did consult with someone who specializes in that range. So first number is your committed revenue. Second number is your expenses. Third number is your profit needed or your number needed, excuse me, in order to hit your profit goal. So again, 
you need to set your own target. You need to decide what profit range are you comfortable with in the long term for your business. And again, I want to be very, very clear. I want to be very, very clear that you're not going to hit that number every single month. There's going to be seasons where you're over. There's going to be seasons where you're under. There's going to be seasons where you struggle to hit the number. There's going to be seasons where you're soaring high, well above that, right? They say that a business that is over 60% in its COP is a business that is not reinvesting enough to sustain growth. So just like a business that doesn't have enough profit is unhealthy, a business that's running over 60% is typically not reinvesting for growth, right? If you think about it, you want to be spending about 30% of your revenue on people and you want to be spending about 10% of your revenue on advertising. And then on top of that, you have technology, you have, you know, any outside contractors or agencies that you're using, you have coaching, mentorship, you know, things along those lines. So think in terms of that 30 to 40% range, right? And so you want to know what is the number that you need to achieve to be at that profit margin. And then the fourth number that you want to know on a daily basis is what's the gap? So what do you need to do this month in order to hit that profit number that you want to sustain and maintain? And the more that you get in this routine, the more empowered you're going to become to drive profit and to drive income growth and to make strategic decisions in the business. I still talk to so many entrepreneurs that are going to make a decision in their business and they say, oh, let me consult with my um, my bookkeeper. Let me talk to my uh, accountant. And I'm like, what? Like, you need to know every single day where you are. You cannot abdicate your power in that way. And trust me, I love having, we have a CFO, we have an external CFO, we have an internal finance team. Uh, we have people doing bookkeeping for us. We have multiple layers of financial support in my businesses. But I know for all of the businesses you know, where are we for expenses? Where are we for profit? Where are we against that, you know, profitability target? And what do we need to do? And unless you're looking at that every day, you're kind of running blindfolded, like towards a target that you aren't even clear on, right? So, so many people, um, you know, want to increase their capacity for wealth building. And we all want to increase our capacity for wealth building. But The way that that works is you have to begin to practice on a small scale the types of behavior that you want to execute on a large scale. Hopefully that makes sense for everybody. So that means that you need to start managing your money responsibly, not just at home, but in the business too, so that you are able to, as you scale up, have those habits built and have that foundation created. Right. And I want to emphasize too that there's going to be times where you make strategic investments in the business, knowing that your profits are going to drop way, way down because of that. But you're okay with that because there's a reason and there's a ramp up and there's an ROI. That's the whole reason why you're making that investment. Okay. There were times early on in my business where I invested every dollar of profit back into my business for advertising because even if I took 50% 50% profit, 
the business wasn't big enough that 50% profit was going to make a meaningful difference for me. So I knew strategically it was far better for me to take that money, reinvest it in the business, and then yield a return from an income perspective a few months down the road. Okay. So again, it's not like an all or nothing. It is not black and white. It's very, very gray, right? Because you're constantly having to make judgment calls. You're constantly having to make decisions about short-term decisions versus long-term ones, right? I see people that fall too far on one side and too far on the other. I see people that don't make the right investment in their business because they're not willing to take a hit on profit in the short term. I see people do this a lot with advertising that are like, oh, I don't have the money. I'm not going to advertise. And it's like, you're never going to create that big breakthrough if you're not willing to spend the money to make the money. Same thing goes with mentorship. I see so many people that if they just got the right friggin' mentor and got out of their head and got help, they could bust through the ceiling that they've been you know, stuck at for so long, but they don't want to spend the money. And investing and making money in your company is just like investing and making money in your day-to-day life. You have to spend the money before you're going to make the money. And if you're not willing to spend the money in order to make the money, then you're going to stay plateaued at that level forever. On the flip side, I see people that are just overspending and overspending and overspending, and they're undisciplined in their commitment to themselves about what they're going to do once they spend the money. I see people that do this with coaching programs all the time. They make the right decision, which is investing in getting help, but then they are undisciplined in how they use the resources that are at their disposal and how they do the work that coincides with that to get a return on that investment. I see people overspending on all the wrong things in their business when the most important things to spend money on your business are going to be advertising, people, and mentorship, period, end of story. And then the fourth thing that will come behind that as you start scaling is technology and systems, okay? But advertising, people, and mentorship, those are the three highest ROI things that you want to be spending money on. You want to be investing in constantly because that's where your big ROI is going to come from. However, it doesn't matter how good of a coach you invest in. It doesn't matter how great of an advertising strategy or a firm that you hire. It doesn't matter where you are willing to put your money if you are not committed to the pull through and the responsibility that you hold in actually getting an ROI from that. So my my urging in creating today's episode is I want each of you to get closer to the money, right? You have to get comfortable studying the numbers every single day. Sometimes it's very painful. I'll be honest. And this is why so many business owners don't know their numbers and don't spend time on their numbers each day. It's incredibly painful when you are having a bad month. It is unbelievably painful every single day to look at those numbers. But guess what? If you don't feel the pain of looking at those numbers every single day and saying, if it's going to be, it's up to me, I better go do something about it. Nothing is going to change. And you have to learn as a business leader and you have to learn as a business owner that you need to feel that pain and then go take action, not feel that pain and then go sit and stress and worry about it. Because that is a huge mistake. I see people that actually do take the time to get to know the numbers, then they just spiral out because they're so stressed out and so frustrated. Oh my gosh, you know, I'm going to lose money this month or oh my gosh, you know, we're we're not going to have any profit this month. 
okay, what are you going to do about it? That needs to be the fuel to your fire to like get off your butt and go pick up the freaking phone. Go send messages on Facebook. Go send money messages on LinkedIn. Go live. Put another launch on the calendar. Put another live stream on the calendar. Social media is a super highway of sales. It's open 24-7 for free. So none of us have an excuse. There's always more that we can do. There's always an opportunity to make money and there's always someone buying. And so creating the discipline within yourself to look at those four numbers every day, your committed revenue, your expenses, your profit margin, and then what you need to get to the profit margin that you want to be at, that is going to guide you as a leader. It's going to guide you as a business owner to get to understand the implications of your own decisions. And you want to make sure that you don't swing the pendulum too far one way or the other. You don't want to underspend and be scared of having a low profit month because you're, you need to spend the money in order to create the breakthrough. And on the flip side, stop overspending on stupid crap that doesn't make a difference and stop spending money on something and having good intentions in the moment and making emotional purchases and then not following through to do what's necessary to take that investment and turn it into profits, right? So financial acumen, financial literacy, um, financial love in your business is so make or break. And it's one of those things, once again, that if you don't build the habits at a small scale, you're not going to have the habits at a large scale. And that's why even big companies file for bankruptcy. Even big companies go belly up. Even big companies uh, that have seemingly every resource and asset at their disposal go out of business every day because they're not spending time with the numbers. And I also don't want you to be scared if you have swings in those numbers. I see a lot of people that get so rattled when they have a bad quarter or a bad month and they don't realize that most businesses do. Like that that's par for the course. And all you need to do is identify what behavior change you need to make to get things back on track and go do it, right? So empowering yourself around the money piece is going to be a huge catalyst for growth. It's going to be a huge catalyst for growing your income. It's going to be a huge stepping stone for you to get to where you want to be from a lifestyle standpoint. And I hope this episode lights some fire to get you started in that process. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Thanks so much for spending time with me. If this episode made a difference for you and you haven't reviewed the show yet, please take the time to do that. Sharing is caring and your Uh, reviews help other people to know that this is a show that's worth spending time on. So thank you so much for being here and we'll see you back here soon. Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Roach Show. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two solids. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review so other people can find the life-changing content that we share here. We're on our way to number one and we need your help getting there. Thanks so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each and every week.